Hey everyone, welcome to Savage to Sage, where we explore the evolution of entrepreneurs. In this show, we hear from leaders on the challenges and breakthroughs that have shaped them on their journey toward becoming a sage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Savage to Sage podcast. I am Daniel, the co-host, and today is going to be a very special episode, the first of its kind, and I hope there are many more, because I know that Jay and Kalen are not the only ones in, in this space, but I have both Jay and Kaylin Cordova with me today, um, and they are co-founders of Purple Pineapple and also have a bunch of other gigs that they have going on as well. Just really excited to have you both here as an entrepreneurial couple. So welcome. Thank you. Happy hey, to be here. Absolutely. Thank you, Daniel. What a f- fun opportunity. Yeah. So why don't we start out with just give us kind of the background of Purple Pineapple. What is it? What do you do? And then just talk about what you both are involved in right now from a, a business and nonprofit perspective. Purple Pineapple is a is a funky name, funky story, uh, but but it actually represents a lot of intentionality in it. Uh, when, when we were going to start our business, um, really our talents were in developing people, developing leaders, and then finding technology that will support their their goals as an organization or as an individual. And the fusion of all of those things turned into, well, what do we want to represent uh, as we're out there in the marketplace and as we're bringing intentionality, not only in our conversations, but in, in the ways that we are representing just the general marketplace, representing ourselves in the general marketplace. So, so purple is, is actually a, a fusion of two colors, red and blue, right? So if you look at the political sides of our, of our country and of our uh, state of, of the union, it represents a blend of, of both spaces. It also represents uh, extreme hot and extreme cold, right? When you've got a, a red uh, and, and a blue coming coming together, and, and it makes those two spaces a new a, a new formula. It also represents uh, no vowels, so you have to read between the letters. So it's P R P L pineapple in that in that space. It's always confusing yeah. when you just have to spell it out to a banker. And like, uh, this is uh, this is for P R P L pineapple. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah it's our become, CPAs love us. Our CPAs absolutely love us uh, <laughs> from that from that side of things. But also, we wanted to bring the hospitality and the intentionality that uh, pineapples represent, and so. Pineapples grow on a one-to-one basis. You cut off the top of the head and you plant it, and then it grows from from there. Also represents hospitality and intentionality uh, among among peers and groups. There's a lot of meaning behind all those spaces, but it, it's also just a funky name that we can have a conversation around. Totally, people don't forget us often. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that story because often you hear and the, and the meaning behind it, because often you hear names like yours and the, people are just like, oh, yeah, I just randomly named it something crazy because that's what people do for businesses these days. But there's not really any meaning behind it. And so I love that meaning behind it. And it, it too, it represents kind of the intentionality behind the work that you do and that what you put into it. And so talk a little bit more about like the type of engagements that that you have with your clients. I think that the the types of engagements it, purple event evolved quite a bit. I would say uh, in in the past four years since we started it, 
it really started off as an intentional leadership development organization. But what happens when you work inside of the head and the heart of an individual or a leader is the rest of their the rest of that organization starts kind of opening up. And so I, I found myself particularly going down a lane of fractional leadership development and fractional leadership within those organizations that that I was supporting and then and then growing that into the the gorilla in the room which which is an evolution now of, of purple and a child uh, which has turned into gorilla cxo c meaning the chief and then x as in the little denominator and then o in the officer space and then from from there uh, kaylin pressed on well how does that scale and how, how does that all work and eventually the story is it's become gorilla chief exit officer uh, and helping the leadership and the boards and the folks that are uh, tasked with the care of that organization to scale into a sellable and scalable <laughs> business. And and really, Kalen's work is is to press all of the buttons around <laughs> that doesn't work, or you should think about these things, or let's have uh, some thought and insight. Because I'll just trail that shiny. Uh, <laughs> the next shiny object and say, this is the best idea ever until <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, you know, originally purple was designed to be an engagement that brings value to the leaders in the organization. Yeah. And that could be anywhere from, you know, consulting to um, true execution on training. development, training, yeah even as far as, you know, graphic and web design. Um, so you'll learn about Jay throughout this conversation, I'm sure, how many um, skill sets he has and how many interests he has. And he can basically do anybody's job, which is great. Um, but as he mentioned, that's not scalable. And so as Purple has evolved, we really had to consider what is the best value that we can bring for organizations and how do we bring other people alongside in areas that maybe we don't bring the most value, but we know is really important to the organization. And, and bringing networks around, around side of it. That's that's what I've discovered is uh, if I don't have the answer, if I can't do it um, and support somebody in that space, then we'll bring a trusted advisor, a trusted other organization, um, many referrals out even full stack just as a, as a, as that relationship has evolved and, and grown. So it, it really does become a, a holistic uh, consulting organization. Yeah. I think if we had to answer succinctly, that's probably the best <laughs> umbrella is it. We do consulting and that looks different every day. Um, and my background is in organizational psychology. So as Jay mentioned, I am, um, I'm looking to see where the gaps are in whatever approach, um, and whatever solution we're trying to provide. And he's really like the visionary. Um, he has just so many strategic perspectives to bring. Um, and I just basically am like, eh, what about this? And then he tells me why I'm wrong. And then we go back and forth. And that's what makes us such a great pair, I think, is our skill sets are very complementary um, to bring a whole picture to our clients. But um, in addition to being members, equal members of Purple and founders, uh, I also have a full-time internal role with Demand Jump, um, which is a local SaaS company based here in Indianapolis. Um, and my internal role is the VP of Organizational Effectiveness. And so the skills, yeah, the skills that I bring to Purple 
I also get to do um, very targeted for an internal you know, team, which I love. So, which is made up of other entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, so not only am I supporting an entrepreneur in our home and with our own business, but I'm surrounded by entrepreneurs like Ryan Brock, which I'm sure you'll have on your podcast at some point. Um, you know, Christopher Day and, and people that are just those visionary leaders that need the support and that they need the grounding to be able to actually execute on that vision. Yeah, that's, that's so important. And I think I'm curious about that dynamic for you as a couple, because a lot of times when you, when you see that those two personalities, if they're not a self-aware and B have like a, they've taken the humble pill that can lead to a lot of tension and conflict. That's, that's unresolved that festers. But you know, when you have someone like you, Jay, who's sharing these ideas and vision and gets excited about them. And then you get that kind of feedback from Kaylin of, Oh, I don't think that's going to work. This is why it can, for a lot of people like you, it can like stifle that vision or energy. Um, but then, and I think there's, there's a dynamic there that has to really be honed and worked, you know, worked on worked through in order for it to be like a healthy dynamic. And so what's that like for you all? I think that Kaylin has a fantastic balance between listening to respond and listening to understand, right? And so the, mm -hmm. the, there, there are, there's, a, there's a balance that has to happen in any relationship between entrepreneurs, between co-leaders, between peers, uh, all of that. And it really comes down to the research and work that we do with, with Purple Pineapple developing whole leaders around attention to self, attention to others, the, the, the fusion of those to the Venn diagram that, that connects, when should I bring attention to these points of conflict or when should we let that kind of ride out a, a little bit more specifically? Uh, so I think part of the balance that, that Kaylin brings really, really well is, uh, have you considered you know, these three things? And so at that point, I know those are indicators to me that I might be coming uh, out of my lane, out of my even sweet spot lane. And as she's asking those questions, I'm reframing my, my own context for what's the vision of the organization, what's the vision and mission of, of our own household and our goals, and then how can we carry those forward, recognizing that I've got a yin and, and she's got a yang <laughs> in, those, in that balance. And, and I'm sure you have a response to it. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that what allows us to function in harmony is that we have we have a common language and and yeah. what i mean by that Glossary. is <laughs> we have both certified and spent a lot of time in the same personal development program um, through wild leaders and it has brought us so much perspective for ourselves and in our own personal development but also allowing us to have that perspective for the other and what the other person's uh, areas for development are and what their strengths are and being able to, to speak to those things in an appreciative way when we're working through something that may be high tension or something that is to be celebrated, like what is important to Jay and how do I communicate that effectively? And I mean, we're not perfect at it. I, I think that uh, we have moments as every couple does, but I would say that our conflict is extremely low, probably because we have that really common foundation. Well, and I think, Daniel, part of it is 
again, if 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 we have that common language, <clears throat> common glossary, understanding of what our own meta goals are and our family meta goals, um, there are specific things that I, I will do that maybe not lead to revenue, but they'll lead to growth in my strategic network, right? Growth to my uh, supporting others or my my we call it my my others inventory, but there are there are particular things that while they might not lead to revenue and 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 typically it's one of the two in the in the household if you're not a household entrepreneur space like that that's that's thinking of revenue or think of that income and it, it, does this meeting lead to income or not well the reality is sometimes uh, the income is is coming at, at a larger uh, at a larger level or a it's different space game, right? it's a like longer game I've been working for almost a year and a half uh, now on an IT summit, and it's and it's in the end of it's at the end of this month, and so I, I'm even like there are so many things that have now just come together because of uh, the way that the timing works and all that, and so <laughs> we just know that that's that's part of the balance. She's gonna come with me. The little kiddo's gonna come with us. Mom's gonna fly in so that we can both be attentive to the stuff. It's a dynamic in in all of that from. Hey, do you have a dinner and I have to get the kids or you have a, yeah. to pick up the kids? And I'm, you know, she was in a meeting uh, Tuesday. I took a meeting uh, with a nonprofit board and investor <laughs> while I'm feeding our one-year-old applesauce uh, in the middle of the thing. And so, you know, the reality is it's an evolution. It's a process. It's a give and take. Don't keep, don't keep a record. <laughs> yeah, that's a and that's where I was, I'm glad you went there because I was going to go there next. And I know we had lunch with my wife, Kristen, and we we talked on some of these dynamics, but the reason behind like the name of Savage to Sage is like the savagery it takes to stand up and sustain businesses is significant, especially in certain seasons. And it is especially challenging, you know, for people in, in your walk of life right now as a couple would both have, you know, more than full-time work, but also have, you know, our full-time parenting of very young kids who are very dependent on you. And so how would you describe like that, that savagery for you all? And then what do you do to, to stay sane in, in the midst of that? I love that question. And I think Jay will, should discuss his 200 startup involvement and He's had some serious savage days and experiences that I think have enabled him to be more on the safe side now for our family, which I'm really appreciative of. While we are young, we have young kids, and there are businesses that are growing right now. Jay has had such a significant it's almost like he's he's already lived an entire life uh, and he's only thirty five so um, you want to talk about some of that work? Yeah, I think I think part of it is when you're when you're really young, and I and I started extremely extremely young in in the in the savagery, right? Uh, my folks were entrepreneurs and and church pastors, planters. So the 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 context I was I was raised in a space where all hands on deck, right? When 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 you're running a household business and have to run off to like a, a church space yeah. or a ministry space or, or a nonprofit. Sometimes my folks had multiple churches going on at one time, multiple nonprofits going on at one time, and then media businesses and and three kids, three kids. And in 1997, uh, I I designed their first 
you know, the first website, right? So I got handed a book and, and, a, and a new computer. And my dad said, there's this thing called the internet. It's on AOL. We need a, we need some, we need a newspaper on, on, on the, on the internet. There weren't even words like online. And then, so it, my, my passion for technology and, and c- c- communication and all that grew from there. And, and I learned a lot of what not to do just by observing my folks, people around me, uh, mentors, uh, mentoring voices inside of all that. I made a lot of mistakes myself. Nobody makes family mistakes uh, and family time mistakes that ha- uh, like I do. And, you know, when you have like, 3 million miles on Delta alone in f- almost 20 years, that, that makes it like not not a great environment sometimes. And so I've had to figure out what's the right balance. How do we... How do we be inclusive? How do we tie vacation times and family times and grow? I mean, it's real time, right? I had a yeah. board meetings and board work out in Arizona. We've tied three birthdays together so that my birthdays family could be came and met us in Arizona, and we had you know four days of family time, and then Jay was able to go for three days and have you know his business time and we made it work, right? We, we love to travel together. That was always something we loved before we had kids yeah. and we're always worried that that was something we would lose. You know how challenging it is to travel with kids, let alone a, an infant, right? And so we're, we're navigating that. We're figuring out how to um, just live in this new season where, you know, when it was just the two of us, yeah. most of the time, I could go work from anywhere, you know, remote work made it so easy that we could travel together. We could be at these different, um, events or visiting family because none of our family is close by. And I could be, you know, online from eight to five. And then we have that time in the evening. And now that's not possible because if we're traveling, we have a child that 100% needs attention, needs, you know, caretaking. And so like Jay mentioned, we have a conference coming up at the end of March in Chicago. And in order for both of us to be there, my mom is flying from Seattle to be with Elia, our one-year-old, for those days just so that we can make it work. And um, it's, a, it's a delicate balance. The, the other thing, though, that I would say, and, and this has been uh, more recent, I'd say at the beginning of the year we started this, we we chartered i'm i'm willing to share it to anybody who's interested in it we can uh, if you if you want to post my email uh or we can figure out how to post it but we have an, a year round uh whiteboard map digital whiteboard that has every event every birthday all the things that we need buffer times uh, it, it sounds like overkill and when you look at it you're like wow that is really scary and confusing and but at the same time i, I don't know that um I don't know that things would work out as well as they did if you don't have that foresight into into yeah. what's happening, why it matters. If it's on the board, it's obviously important uh, for one side of the business or another, and uh, and and, it, and it's mingled interpersonally, right? It has our family's birthdays, it has presents that need to go out, it has travel, holidays yeah. and, and and personal travel and work travel, and it, and it just it looks like a beautiful mind board, um, but it it can only come with the intentionality, right? Yeah. And I think to go back to your original question about, you know, the savage to sage part, I think I heard this on one of your previous episodes of like the savage piece is pretty ongoing, right? We, there are always new things that make you fall back into that space. 
but learning how to, well, learning from some of those experiences in that savage season and applying them to um, best practices or like, oh, I don't want to do that again. So here's the different thing that I'm going to do. I think we have that really figured out of like, how do we reflect on something that we've done in the past and make it different for the future? Whether yeah. we're whether we're optimizing it, whether we're scrapping it completely, or whether we're figuring out like, how do we do more of that? That was awesome. Yeah. And so like the calendar that we created together at the beginning of the year, I think was a lesson that we learned from the previous, you know, six months. Yeah. The end of last year just Chaos. totally accelerated. Yeah. Um, after I went back to work after I had eternity leave. And we set, you know, very intentional time to say like these are the all of the things that we have to do. Now, what are the things we want to do? And what are the things that, um, what are we not talking about? What are we missing, right? Like, I don't think we've ever had to go as far as like scheduling time for each other and date nights because we just like doing everything together naturally and our work allows for that in a lot of places. But- I mean, just yesterday, we spent the entire day at Top Golf, both working slash, you know, hitting some balls while, while you're yeah, at it. And just, it just being in the same space. Right. And I think that we do a pretty good job of debriefing, which sounds so like businessy, <laughs> right. But like in our home, we have to debrief the kids. We have to debrief the business. We have to debrief demand jump and figure out how it like all comes together. And I think that that communication again is just yeah, what has enabled us to be more successful in this like very crazy what could be a savage time yeah uh to find that balance and and move forward right like we don't want to be stagnant we don't want to just accept like we have found a middle ground between the savage and the sage like we always want to be progressing towards that harmony yeah i mean just think about <laughs> daniel the household right your your own household your your wife is doing fractional work while you're while you're doing it doing it all we had we started a business. It's grown year over year, a hundred percent for the past four years. Every year, consistently, she took some time off for the baby. Had the baby, came back, and and then and then and then went back to her own work full time. So it's just been it's been an interesting uh, battleground, getting into that savagery and, and learning that sometimes you got to let a little bit go for the cause of or for the sake of whatever you're, yeah. you're wanting to mutually accomplish. And I just want to make one more comment and then I know we have other things to move on to, but I feel like, um, I think this is okay to say, like, I feel like God has really blessed us in so many ways that mm. in my work, my internal work at the man jump, when something has been like a big new thing for me, yeah. like that I'm learning and I'm, having to be more scrappy and I'm, I'm in that savage space. God has always allowed for some, you know, wonderful reason that Jay is able to kind of be there on the other side to pick up and, and function in ways that maybe I would have traditionally or in the past and, and the same on the other side, right? Like in a season that is just outrageous for Jay and he's like, overwhelmed or he's knee deep yeah. in, you know, raising funds or building a product or whatever, we just are able to find that balance. And I know that that is not something that we are doing by ourselves. <laughs> also don't know how other, how other folks do it that don't have the flexibility that we carry. Like you think about 
locked into eight eight to fives or nine to sixes or whatever the I, I don't even know what normal work times are because I, you know we work he across, doesn't have them. I don't have them and I work across every time zone uh, and so I just don't know how folks would do it like how do you get your kids in the middle of the day without having to leave work uh, unless you can just stop your work and then pick it up later or yeah you know I did homework until eight thirty at night because you know Henry lost it or something you know he's my teacher never gave it to me well did your other kids get it yeah. So you're the single outlier that didn't get homework. That's correct. Okay. And I'm like, All right, let me fix this. We email the teacher. She emails it back. Uh, and he's like, how did you get this? Because it was already printed out. And, you know, in his mind, it's made out of thin air. Well, <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that happens. That's good. You you all said um, so much there. I, I wanted to hone in on on one thing specifically where you talked about the whiteboard and Kristen and I actually do something very similar, and we've done this the last three years, the beginning of the year, where um, you know people have their their New Year's resolutions kind of approach. But for us, we've we've reframed that um, to be like let's as a couple let's set our intentions for the year. I think when you set goals around that, like w- what we're talking about, they're doomed to to fail a lot of times. But I think setting intentions of like, here's, here's what we want to be true for this year. Here's what we need to talk about. Here's where we need to align our hearts. Um, we, we have some friends, um, who run a, a small urban retreat center. It's called Fall Creek Abbey here in Indianapolis. And their names are Beth and Dave Borum. And they actually, like we, we take over, they have a third floor, this beautiful third floor of their retreat house. And they let us, go up there and we we basically lock ourselves in there for a couple of days besides you know going out for dinner and and just and do that do some reflection and i think man that i i wish we could do that more than once a year and we we do check-ins like at least once a quarter like okay we set these intentions how are we doing with those where do we need to redirect but yeah, I, I mean it's but it's it's a very similar version to what what you all did because you know you're in the chaos of of little kids of running businesses of doing fractional work you know it's it's easy to lose focus on you know what what's most important and you know what do we want to be true about ourselves as individuals as a couple as a family and I also think about like the the word that came to mind this morning as I was preparing for this talk was, you know, was legacy and, and finishing well. Uh, And I think it's like what we do now and how we relate to who is most important to us is, is what is key to finishing well, because it's like, you know, Jay, you could, you could keep doubling your business every year and follow this cultural precedent of like, okay, be successful in this area, but kind of, you know, n- don't be successful in, in these most valuable, important relationships for you. And that's such the, the temptation and the, and the tendency that we see with, with leaders, with entrepreneurs is like, you know, build successful businesses at the cost of, you know, of what I would call finishing well and, what I mean by that is, you know, it's possible to be successful at home and, you know, in, in business. And so interact with that a little bit, like what, 
what comes to mind for you as I, as I say that? I, I think the, um, it was, it was not this buttoned up and intentional, uh, for as much as we try, we tried to, when we were building our, our kind of year, year charter or year, year long charter on that. But, but the three, and again, I'm a, forgive me, I'm a, I'm an old time preacher. So the, 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 three, the three pieces are rest, revenue and, and relationships. Those were the buckets that we were, that, that at least I put into that, that, that charter. And it's what, what's the rest look like weekly? What's the rest look like at a, at a quarterly or a vacation, you know, schedule kind, kind of thing. Uh, what, what are the relationships community wise that we're looking into that we want intentionality around and, and, and legacy and, and family. And that's, that's a big one this year that we're trying to focus on is growing our community and relationships in that space. And then, and then again, what, what does the, the revenue look like revenue goals? What's, what's appropriate? What's, what's, what's tracking what's on track or what's off track. Uh, we're selling one home, buying another home, moving here and there. Like all, all of those kinds of things are just, based around rest revenue and then the relationship aspects in, in that space. And if you can put them into the right equilibrium, then ideally we're, we're, we're hitting all the pistons, right. At the right time, at the right place, at the right pace. Yeah. I think that's in theory, right. That's, that's the goal. Um, it's all theoretical. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I won't speak for you. You can talk as much about this as you want, but, Jay has had a lot of experiences that have led him to tough lessons in this particular area. And so I think that I feel really blessed personally and selfishly that a lot of those challenges that you're alluding to where you can miss out on what's happening in your family and in your personal life, he's already had those tough lessons and he's already trying to be different in, in this space. So again, selfishly, I, I feel like you've already. Well, and I think it would be the, a, a true tragedy would be if you're, um, if that's repeatable, right. Or if, or if the lesson wasn't learned and then the, the knowledge acquired doesn't actually lead to a lesson learned. A lot of times might have it all in there you might know but if if you're not recognizing those indicators recognizing what it looks like what you what your contribution is what it looks like when the pressure's on one of our previous colleagues often said pressure looks and feels different every every time you're in that that scenario but there are indicators that give you a sense of it coming of it coming on similar to when you get on an airplane and you're about to take off there's there's cabin pressure there's a, 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 an increase of oxygen that gets you sleepy there's all, all of these other kind of um, moments where you're like ah something something is coming on something's different <laughs> how should i respond as a result of what i'm feeling and what i'm sensing and and then what's my best self how do i show up my best self in that process uh, when do i ask for help all, all of it yeah, that's, that's so good. And I, I think a lot of my own story is kind of coming to mind right now, but it's, you know, it's, I've had to learn kind of some similar lessons, but they look a little bit different um, in different seasons of life. And so, you know, plummeting toward burnout in my early 20s was in a, the context of, it sounds like 
from knowing a little bit of your story, Jay, it was like in the contract context of nonprofits working with some of the most vulnerable people here in Indianapolis, um, where the work, the need, you know, never stopped. Uh, but I went home, it was either just me and, or just me and Kristen, but now it's like, you know, being a part of a, a startup to a scale up and going home to two kids, almost three, you know, it's, yes. it's a similar like pressure and a similar need for self care, but it just looks a little bit different than I think it did before. And so I've, it's almost like what you're, what I hear you saying is like, I've got to learn that. I continue to learn that, but I can see some of the signs and, uh, to, and know the indicators of like, okay, something needs to change or I need to, I need to hone something here. It's what you choose to do with them, right? Are you going to continue to ignore them in the hopes that you're wrong or they're going to go away or maybe it's not that bad? Or are you going to address them in anticipation? Are you, are you going to ask for help? Are you going to bring others into that solution? Or what's missing, right? Do I not have the <laughs> skill that's yeah. actually that I need? So I need to acquire that skill or I need to acquire that knowledge or I have the wrong people around me yeah. and I don't have a, a, a... Or do I need to be held accountable? Like, exactly. I know I can do it. I'm just... It's time there's competing... Yeah you know, needs or yeah, time management or whatever the case is. And that sounds very like, um, business oriented, but it's the same. I mean, it's the same in your family. So. Yeah. And we off this, this is something we often say is, uh, particularly when you own the business, it's as personal as it gets, right? Everything is intertwined. It's, it's, it's more than just clock in and clock out. You, you have it always uh, at the forefront every relationship could lead to X, Y, or Z. And so just knowing when is the right space to navigate all of that and how, and how to do it. Often it just comes with uh, not, coaching sounds super formal. Sometimes it's, it's, it's better to just even say to somebody, would you just be a mentoring voice uh, to me rather than a, a full-blown coach? It feels really committed, but uh, it's a little less committal to, to, to have a mentoring voice and to just say, I, I see you as an, as a, as somebody who I look up to, would you just be available when I call or a text to, um, to ask you about how you deal with blank or X, Y. And so identifying those individuals is pretty critical. Uh, at least in, in, in my, I've been blessed with tremendous mentors and coaches yeah. and it's, and it's refined me uh, significantly. It's refined our relationship significantly totally. uh, by, by calling on those folks to say, this is happening what word do you have? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's another thing to note, even going back to the original question about us as a couple that owns a business together, that has a family together. There's a lot of um, each other, right. And finding other people and finding a balance, you know, between bringing other people in for perspective and accountability in your business or in your relationships or whatever um, is really important and, and finding other people to be a sounding board or finding other people that are an outlet that like maybe just doesn't fit in the relationship in this season. It's so important, but like also 
you as an individual, your marriage also always has to come first. And so being, the unit has to come first. Yeah, yeah. Being aware of what that looks like for you and your marriage is so important to consider above everything else. Daniel language we use uh, as a, as a couple is turning towards each other as opposed to turning away from each other. And it's not our, our own. Yeah, it's, it's a Gottman. So it's a John Gottman uh, context. And if, and if you if you guys are in, if anybody out there is in uh, entrepreneurial or one one is an entrepreneur, the other is supporting the entrepreneur, uh, I would really lean into Gottman's resources, the Marriage Institute, um, all all the relational regardless of if you're an entrepreneur any marriage any any, any but i would say particularly where the the, the pressures are uh, around systems that sometimes affect your household when they're not in your household sure. um that that language of turning towards each other taking a pause and saying wait a minute am i Am I veering away from the unit as as a whole, right? As a concentric circle, uh, or 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 am I focusing inward towards what we're uh, wanting to accomplish as a unit? Yeah. That's 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 probably something that's been incredibly helpful uh, for us in, in, in the success of both business, entrepreneurship, family, households, uh, every category there, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I I think there's something really significant there and especially around like i mean a question that came to mind is like how do you how do you turn off sort of the business in a way to focus on that because you know i think all of us that are very conversational about our businesses with or our missions you know with with our spouses it's like you you basically can you go to work you go home you talk about work and then you go to bed and then rinse and repeat the next day. And so it's like, how do you how do you turn that off and kind of turn on like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna focus on something different here and because we need this to recharge and to stay fresh in our relationship. Yeah. Such a good question. That and timely. Yeah. <laughs> we are actively in that place where we have to be really intentional about that. Because there's so much going on every day for both of us. Lightning fast. Yeah. yeah, And exciting things that, or things that we want the other person's perspective on in order to, you know, move forward the next day. And we just had this conversation like two weeks ago about having to figure out what that bucket of time is for that conversation about work or about progress in our entrepreneurial spaces. and then. What is our bucket for each other and for, you know, as a parent, it's so easy to the two things you talk about work and your kids and like, we need to find other things to talk about, to fill us up, to give us a common experience that are outside of those two things. And so I don't have a great answer. I I think we're actively searching for that as well. (laughs) One thing that we've talked about though, is finding a book or a podcast series that is completely unrelated to anything relating to kids or business that we can talk about. Mental stimulation, not visual stimulation, right? Like a lot of folks watch a show together or whatever, but this would be a... We do that too. (laughs) We do that too. But but something that's going to carry the conversation and uh, grow us 
beyond like, oh, did you see what happened on the rookie last night? You know, like that's great. And it's, it is enjoyable. Um, but we need to find something that's stimulating and sparking conversation that is rooted in like real things. Again, though, I'd say a, a word of advice, an unsolicited <laughs> word of advice would be uh, listen to understand, right? So um, in this particular two weeks ago case, Kaylin said, hey, you're all about work right now. Everything, everything we talk about is the next thing that you've got going on. And I get it. You got a lot of fun stuff going on. And my response, I think my response was, I hear you. And how would you like, how would we, you know, how do you recommend that we do things differently or how should I respond? You know? And so part of it is you got to bring that defense way down. You have to recognize that there, that you're building tension that is leading away from the unit and how do you dial it back in the micro calibrations to turn it back into the unit. And, and at the same time, get that pressure release, right? Back to our airplane uh, analogy is, you know, chew some gum, pop your jaw, do what you need <laughs> to do that will release some of that pressure to, to put you kind of in this reset framework and then, and then move from there. Because if that's all bottled up, it's going to, it's going to, if you get defensive, it's only going to increase that pressure. There's, there's all of those kinds of indicators that um, you just have to resolve something and, and the, that something has to be the most important thing in, at, at that moment. Yeah, I'm just so appreciative of my husband and <laughs> and his intentionality in in his own development in you know the last ten years of his life. And I would just really encourage any couple and any individual that um, is an entrepreneur to really consider how they show up for their spouse and particular language. Yeah. Right. And just really figure out like how to grow your self-awareness and be comfortable with, you know, what Jay was talking about as far as bringing the defense down, understanding why something is making you feel defensive, understanding why something is important to you. And if you're communicating that clearly so that the other person can support you in that and, and yeah. understand what's actually happening. I don't know if you yep. have any good books that you want to recommend. Off the top of my head, again, I think that the any, any Gottman resource would be good. I think a growth mindset and anything that's um, by Carol Dweck's work would be really, really fantastic to read. Um, I would say if if you really if you really want to know if you really want that feedback, uh, hop on uh, on on our website prplpineapple.com. There's a feedback loop. Um, Survey, yeah. survey on there and then and then you can message either one of us uh, on on the website you'll see the contact us or, or our emails on there and then the way the way it works is we'll uh take emails and names and info of five of your closest relationships and something that i often say is that you are the average of your top five relationships and so of the people you spend the most the people that you spend the most time with <laughs> we will send them a survey and 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 essentially it's a it's a it's a it's not intrusive but it is a a personal reflection and then spend a bit of time maybe an hour or so breakfast lunch coffee whatever with that individual and say 
these are your answers. These are the answers of the five people closest to you or that you indicated are close to you. What is the dissonance? How do we resolve the, I mean, I'm a musical guy. I, I, I played music all of my life. And sometimes a triad doesn't sound right until it comes together. And so the, the moderator, the feedback giver, and the feedback receiver sometimes make that triad that, that take the dissonance and create actually a, a musical uh, note that carries out into something possibly beautiful, possibly horrendous. But <laughs> it, it really just depends on putting that work into there. So I'd say those three resources are, are available for anybody out there uh, interested in, in, in carrying that out. I love it. Well, throughout the show today, you answered my final three questions. So we can just close right here. But it was basically, you know, what do you do to stay fresh in your vision and to recharge? You answered that in multiple ways. Um, what advice do you have for people, you know, in a similar walk to you? Um, and I'd say entrepreneurial couples, like got a lot of advice today. And then the last one was, you know, how do you like, how do we get in touch with you if someone listening wants to know? And so uh, we will include that in the show notes and um, both the Gottman resource as well as um, the feedback loop. I'm, I'm looking at it now and thinking who who I would put on here myself and um, <laughs> I might, uh, might test it out. So, yeah, I, I appreciate I, I, I welcome that, brother. Just um, fill it out in there and we'll, we'll get you connected. Yeah, and I would say that as Jay mentioned, like we are looking to grow our community on a personal level. And that's something that we know that we're lacking, right? We are aware that our village is small. We have four children, uh, various ages. We're both very busy professionals and finding. There's only so much time for golf. (laughs) (laughs) Finding people that are not necessarily in a similar season of life, but that care to walk through the season of life with us um, is something that I would just say is probably missing for most people in this space, regardless of your age. Making adult friends is really hard. So I would say for other couples, that that's a really interesting audit to take is who are the people that are surrounding you and supporting you and encouraging you, not just as an individual, but as a unit. And let's be friends. Like, let's support each other. Let's, you know, have conversation about who are your sources of influence, right? All of yeah. Um, what are what are your challenges in your marriage? Are really indicative. Yeah. Um, and what you're doing to resolve them, you know, is really indicative of where you are personally. So, you know, I'm not like offering to be friends with anybody and everybody listening but like if you anybody reaches out to you daniel or wants to connect with us about the couple piece or about the community piece we're a lot of local. coffees to get yeah we're obviously <laughs> local to indie and i know that you're working with a lot of indie based um yeah. guests so just throw yeah. it out out there yeah that's that's wonderful and um i the last thing i'll i'll say is just i think it's important to end on like that truth that we are not alone in this space. Yeah. And I think the biggest, the biggest myth, but the biggest, probably one of the biggest pandemics, I would say for entrepreneurs, especially in the space spaces that we are, is I am alone. 
and and it's like I'm the only one that's going through this. No one else could understand. And you know, the most important thing in response to that is that's just not true. And you know, somebody is a phone call away. Pick up the phone and and call because like you're not alone. And I think that's that's where the the damage that we do to ourselves happens is when we, we believe that. And so I know me, I'm dropping a big bomb here. We could talk about that for another hour, but I want to end on that just as a reminder for our listeners, like you are not alone, you know, and reach out. I love that. Yeah. So, and and like your spouse, your spouse is a great resource. That's all. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Final word. And, Thank you so much for your time today and look forward to seeing what fruit comes from people listening to this episode. So thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you for listening to today's interview. To view show notes or hear more episodes, please visit www.savagetosage.com.